Welcome to I'm Uncomfortable. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Melissa. And we've been friends since everybody's favorite time of life, puberty. Like most people who thought cutting their own bangs was a good idea, we're professionals in feeling that itchy, cringy, out-of-place awkwardness. Join us as we unapologetically explore the topics that make us cringe and how to be okay with it. Now let's get uncomfortable. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of I'm Uncomfortable. As per usual, let's start off with what's made us uncomfortable this week. So, Vanessa, do you want to start us off today? Yeah, sure. Uh, This took me a second to think about, but I got it. Uh, So COVID has people working from home, Mm -hmm. and some people have decided to go back home with their parents, save money on rent, which is what is happening in the case of one of my roommates. And so uh, she's looking for someone to take her place in the apartment, and her first pitch to us was a mom and her teenage daughter to share one room and a bathroom with me. And yeah, the bathroom has two sinks, but I'm not trying to live with a mom and her teenage daughter. Like, that is guaranteed drama. I'm There's not no trying... getting around that. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to relive those days. So we told her no. And luckily, her other fines have been a lot more reasonable. So hopefully it works out soon because I, I do want her to save money. But when she right. pitched that, I was like, okay, we don't have to go with the first person that replied. Let's give it a second. Let's see what comes through. Yeah, so we're in that process right now. But how about you? Wow, that is interesting to... I wouldn't want that for myself if I was the teenage daughter or the mom. I mean, no one. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Okay, well, (laughs) good luck with that. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, so for me, I had to take a moment to think about it too and really see if I classify it as uncomfortable, which I do. Um, So I've been starting to search for jobs again. And yeah, and I've so I've brushed off my resume and and cover letter writing skills. I've applied to a few things. And I mean, it hasn't been that long since I've applied for a, a job opening that I found interesting. That was back in January. So I don't know. Is that considered a long time ago? It felt I mean, like it. It's half a year ago. Over oh half a year ago. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry to burst that bubble. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I used to be more active and just really looking for what's out there. And even though I'm not rushing to leave any position soon it's just nice to just see what's out there yeah right now so yeah and and trying to exercise that skill of reaching out to people and contacting them for informational interviews and things like that it's it's an uncomfortable situation so it's a nice and comfortable though okay well I mean you said good luck to me but good luck to you Thanks. Good luck to both of us. Both of us, all the time. <laughs> uh, on today's episode, uh, we'll actually be engaging in an age-old debate. Well, at least between the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the debate of threading versus waxing. Yes. yes. So, some fun facts, uh, as always. By most accounts, threading originated in the Middle East and South Asia, 
Waxing is said to have originated in Egypt. Apparently, in 1150 BC, it was reported that the bodies of women in Ramses III's harem, which is like his group of wives, the lesser wives, were smooth and hairless. And it's possible that it was waxing was actually practiced even earlier, dating back to like 3000 BC. So it's been around a while. That is insane to me. I know. Women have been doing this for a long time. And I remember reading a little bit about it too and the use of beeswax and like mm-hmm. shells to as tweezers. It's just we are creative out in these hair <laughs> hairless streets. <laughs> I was actually really surprised to find out how far back it I, how back it went. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all joking and fun facts aside, though, threading and waxing are just our preferred ways of dealing with facial hair. Mm-hmm. Some people don't care, and that's okay, too. And honestly, mm-hmm. there are some times where I wish I would also care a lot less. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> so uh, quarantine has really helped with that, so. Right. So in in the subject of, hoping or wishing that you cared less sometimes what about the idea of removing body hair or facial hair I should say through threading or waxing makes you uncomfortable okay well number one I just want to say that I think it's very unfair that (laughs) men don't always put themselves through the same kind of pain and I appreciate the men who actually take the time to groom and like take care of that because there are men that do eyebrow on a man I appreciate that uh, but also, you know, just sitting or laying there and willingly letting somebody else <laughs> inflict pain on me. Nay, paying them to inflict pain on me. Like, what? <laughs> what? Right. Um, yeah. No. But so I think those are the, the two biggest things for me. Plus, I think there's always and I want to get into this later in the episode, but I think there's always just. A stigma, some some maybe embarrassment around my facial hair that I hate having. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm working through that. But how about you? What makes you uncomfortable with threading slash waxing? Yeah, and I definitely agree. There's this stigma around um, facial hair, body hair for women in society, and it's been ingrained in us, and, and that kind of contributes to what makes me uncomfortable as well. Um, because I agree. It's like as humans, we somehow have decided that it's okay to put ourselves through <laughs> some sort of short term pain to look a certain way. It's just right? it's such a weird phenomenon. And I guess I'm uncomfortable with the fact that I have in a way bought into this social norm. I like the rebel in me hates it. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to let my eyebrows go free, which I am right now because quark war, but you know, <laughs> we should start a new movement. Free, free the unibrow. <laughs> free the unibrow, you know? Um, but yeah, I wish I didn't care. Like you said, but I do. And, and it's become a preference of mine to get my eyebrows and occasionally my baby mustache threaded, you know? Sometimes. Okay. So I want to make it very clear. Melissa is on the threading side of this debate, and I am very much on the, on the waxing side of this debate. Yes. So I would love for you to share why you're so interested in threading versus waxing. Okay, well... Here's the story. Here's the sitch. Um, I just had a bad experience with waxing, plain and simple. I mean... It was interesting because 
I decided that the first time I was going to get my eyebrows waxed as like a woman um, was in preparation for senior prom because I was a woman and I was going to senior prom. So, you know, I had to to look so fetch. Yes. (laughs) So fetch. (laughs) Let's bring that one back. I know. It never was. Um, It will be. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, Gretchen. (laughs) The one, right? Um, Yeah, so I got my eyebrows waxed in preparation for senior prom. I can't even remember where I got my brows done, but obviously it was not somewhere good. And Uh. bless my mom's soul because my mom is not one for like beauty in the know-how. She's very much like me where we do the basic simple things. Um, So she's not out here trying to find the best waxing lady in town, you know. So she probably (laughs) just looked it up on the Googles. The co- and the Google probably not actually she's probably no. like i just passed by this on yeah. the way to the mall and saw it there so we'll go to that <laughs> one um but yeah anyways long story short i went in, into the salon or wherever the lady i guess heated the wax up too much it was way too hot so when she put it on my eyelid it actually dripped down onto <gasps> my lower lid oh and burnt my lid. <laughs> so, oh, wow. In true, you know, growing pain fashion, Melissa had an eye patch the night before prom. You did not. I did. I uh, had gauze on my. I think there's a picture out there. I think so I you were a, a pirate for prom. I was a pirate for the night before prom. And then I caked on that eyeshadow. Oh, on that eye, on that eyelid, so that okay, it, yeah. So basically, scarred literally <laughs> from waxing. Wow. So I just kind of was like, okay, maybe waxing's not for me. And it, it actually, I, I didn't even really do my eyebrows until late college is when I tried threading. So, mm. and the only reason I tried threading was because I had other friends that were doing it, and I tried it, and I was like, ah, all right. She gets these lines pretty sharp, and I like it. So that's just how I ventured into the world of threading. But Okay. I don't prefer threading. I just I can't. <laughs> it just seems like she's judging me for crying, but I can't help crying. Like, the when they I press. I cry every time. But you well, know me. They, I like to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. And when she presses on my eye. Like, I just can't help but, like, have the tears run down. And, (laughs) oh, it just seems like I'm putting myself through a longer period of pain than I need to be. So, I guess because I haven't had the literal scarring experience that you've had, (laughs) I still prefer waxing just because it just is so much faster to me. It's like, bam, bam, bam. Maybe pluck a hair or two here and there, and then Mm -hmm. you're good to go. Right. Here's some cooling gel. See you next time. You still get cooling gel after threading. They do oh, a little do massage. I, oh, do they? Yes. Maybe I little. can request a massage yeah. next time I get my eyebrows waxed, which hasn't been forever. Twenty twenty one. Oh no! <laughs> I know you're joking, but <laughs> but maybe not. But maybe not. I've just been plucking. Anyway, um, yeah. you know, I just I I don't like the prolonged pain of threading. That's yeah, waxing I think really is definitely it. faster, I can agree. Um, but yeah, let's talk about our experiences with threading and waxing. Okay, so okay what, I can get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is your earliest memory of 
we can say threading or waxing, but I'd like to know if there's any early memories of just hair removal in general. Hair removal? Yes. Yeah. Not facial hair, but definitely hair removal. Yeah, leg hair for me. <laughs> for me, it was my arm hair like an idiot. So my mom, <laughs> oh, bless her, my mom told me not to worry about my arm hair, but I was so self-conscious about it because I like went through puberty first and I was waiting for everybody else to catch up and I felt really out of place and uncomfortable. So one day when my cousin was living with us, I took her razor and I shaved my arm hair off and then I showed my mom and pretended like it had just fallen off and I don't know why she encouraged or believed me because she was like, see, I told you that it would go away and I was like, you work in the hospital. How do you know? Are you seriously? (laughs) Did you really just think my arm hair fell off at like the age of like what? 10, 11, you're joking. <laughs> but I regret that very much. Um, so it was a couple of years later, definitely into high school, when I finally discovered threading. Mm-hmm. And it's because we would go to this plot. Well, we would go to this restaurant in Cerritos. No longer exists. No it was longer. called Guppies. Mm-hmm. And there was a plaza right next door. And it had this $4 threading place. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. So we would go get our eyebrows threaded. I don't even know who suggested it. And, I mean, I liked it. It got the job done for $4, and I was balling on a budget. So, I, for me, it really worked out. Um, So if we ever ended up driving out there, we would try to hit up that place. But it was tears like 90% of the time. Get your popcorn chicken from Guppies. They go next door. <laughs> I shaved ice. <laughs> Maybe we should have reversed it. Like Guppies could be the treat for putting ourselves through the pain. <laughs> With leftover um, tears of the leftover session. Leftover eyeliner and mascara running down my face. <laughs> well, what, about, what about you? What was your first, you know, hair removal experience? Well, in terms of just like hair removal, I remember seeing in the shower my my mom's razor or maybe even like my dad's razor that he'd have on the sink for like his mustache and I would be like what the what is that (laughs) and then I remember just like looking at it one day and I just swiped it on my legs (gasps) and then I was like whoa oh my gosh so smooth (laughs) oh no like no soap nothing just you just oh well I was showering so like I had soap and then I like did it and then I was like wow it's so smooth but then I was scared and then I didn't do it for a while because I know that my mom was very much like no wait did you just have a line of like no hair amongst (laughs) I mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) like who was Vanessa we were in middle school we were wearing those socks that went all the way to our knees and the skirts that went past our knees so there was no way in hell anyone was seeing my baby leg hairs (laughs) right you're right why did no one reason with us? Why did nobody tell me this? I wish. Tell your kids. Tell your cousins. Whoever, whoever yeah. needs to hear it, tell them. No one cares. No they one can cares. wait. Anyways, but yeah, that's in terms of just like body hair in general. But I, in terms of facial hair, my aunt actually used to do my eyebrows for me. I think I, I started seeing her like plucking her eyebrows in the in the mirror in the bathroom and then in high school I was like oh can you try like she would like you know do like clean them up a little bit and then I'd actually call her sometimes from time mm-hmm. to time and be you know can you do my eyebrows please and then oh. she'd just lie me down on the couch and then she'd have her tweezers and like a light and then she'd just like 
tweet away. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like there's one in every family. Because I also had a family member like that. You know, there's always that one person who's really yeah. into it that'll come yeah. do it for you. Yeah. I either went over there, I was dropped off, or, you know, she came to my house and, you know. Or whenever there was a family gathering, she's like, oh, let's do it now since we're all together. <laughs> so, can you, Thanksgiving, time to tweeze your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> we're all here. <laughs> Get in Might line. Well. Get, get in line. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that was my first experience with shaping eyebrows or that being a concept of like okay. a thing. Okay. Yeah. I guess tweezing is similar to threading, right? Like it's a, a longer period of, of <laughs> yeah. taking hair out, like maybe not one by one, but not a bunch at a time. Yeah, I, threading is very much like. 50 tweezers all at one time that are pulling, like, taking a whole row of hair off. Yeah. I suppose, you know, that is the appeal of waxing that is just all at one time. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm, I don't know. I'm open to trying it again, but I just, you know. I feel like you would really like it if you went to an actual (laughs) reputable location with reviews and not some seedy random. We didn't have Yelp back then, did we? We barely had MapQuest. We didn't even have, like, (laughs) Google Maps. We are aging ourselves. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) To be free. Well, okay, fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a whole age thing. Um, (laughs) Well, okay, what do you, do you still, it seems like you just, you're all, you're on the threading side. You're not going back. It's just, like, how can I convince you? (laughs) Um, well, it's just force of habit. But like I said, I'm open to trying waxing, maybe. I don't know. It just On our like- next try, we feature <laughs> <laughs> Melissa tries waxing. Let's not go down that rabbit hole because there's a lot of things I'd like you to try as well. <laughs> I feel like me asking you to wax your eyebrows is not on the same level as you asking me to get a tattoo. Those okay, are two fine. very different asks. <laughs> They're both painful, but one is way more painful and more permanent. What I'm discovering through this process of us doing this podcast is that I am a weird masochist that prefers things that hurt, I think, like subconsciously. So if you are like Melissa, then maybe waxing is not for you and threading (laughs) is clearly your go-to. I, however, am definitely more into waxing. I go to my local European wax center. I get my eyebrows done. To your point earlier of not having Yelp and your mom seeing someplace and or maybe even like grandma would hear about someplace from a coworker. Yeah, and and, the price is reasonable. And that's how you'd end up there. Yeah. Gone are those days. Thank you, internet and app developers. Uh, But I I just kind of like the consistency of knowing what I'm getting myself into. So do you have a, like, consistent threader person? Yeah, there's, like, a couple of people at the place that I go to that really do a good job. And, and, you know, there's always – I don't get my eyebrows threaded often I try to let to maintain it as long as my laziness will allow with tweezers and things to keep the shape Mm -hmm. but yeah there's a couple of ladies that I go to that I can trust with my eyebrows um okay yeah so it is consistent in 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 my head at least (laughs) you're Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Part of the reason why I love waxing so much is because I know if I go to an EWC, I know what the environment's going to be like. 
Oh. Yes, they're all basically the same. Uh, and the estheticians are, are very similar in the way that they handle eyebrow th- uh, waxing. So, I, listen, I've even had my eyebrows waxed in the Philippines because it was cheaper. Yeah. But I just feel like you're rolling the dice a little bit. <laughs> you, you don't know, know what you're going to get. get. <laughs> no. It's not a great box of chocolates. I Like, I don't... Uh, it worked of, out, but but good. I mean, like I'm glad that it worked out, but it's definitely that's the experience of going, trying these different methods. Is you don't know what you're gonna get. And I sometimes know. I go to the threading place, and then the lady that usually does my eyebrows is not there, and I'm like, oh man, we'll see. And then I'm <laughs> always have to emphasize like, just clean it, just clean. You know, let's not take because then I remember there's have one they time, ever gone yeah, too the, thin. It's like I remember back in like late college, I I was living in San Diego, so I, I was still figuring out what was happening. So I didn't have a consistent place mm-hmm. and I came back with pretty thin eyebrows. And my boyfriend at the time was like trying to make me feel better about it. And he's like, no, it looks great. Oh, <laughs> I'm just no. like, stop lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, speaking of those c- kinds of like uncomfortable um, journeys of body hair and facial hair removal, <laughs> towards the end of each of our episodes, we always at least try to see <laughs> how to be okay with these types of uncomfortable topics. So, right. yeah, how can you be okay with body hair and facial hair routine that's such a loaded question it really is i i mean if anyone out there has tips please let (laughs) us know we are still struggling transparently with the idea of being okay with our body hair Mm -hmm. when we were planning this yesterday something melissa mentioned to me was you know, the idea that there's a lot of shame and embarrassment that surrounds this topic. Oh, and, sure. and the idea of body hair, especially for women. I know there are men who do have a lot of body hair who do feel very self-conscious about it. But I'm I'm going to just name that I feel like this is a very much woman-centered issue in right. terms of shame with your body and, and stuff. So many, so many layered things. It's just an odd phenomenon that this concept of hair removal in general is usually introduced to us, as we've described in our experiences, during one of the most awkward times of our lives. Freaking puberty. puberty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and while we are getting all our body parts shipped in at different times, you know, <laughs> Vanessa just made a crazy face. Shipped um, in at different times. Yes, because you were saying that you're waiting for everyone to catch no, up right, to you, and yeah. I was on the other end like, hmm, maybe I should start <laughs> wearing a training bra because everyone else is, even though I'm not there yet. But, yeah, you know, we're, we're going through it at different times, ebbs and flows, and yet the pressure of puberty is compounded by this social norm of removing your hair. It's, it's this weird <sighs> thing. But yeah, I think for me, like Vanessa said, if you have any tips and tricks, send them our way. I don't know. There was just, there was this one moment where I was looking at my arm hair and this was in college and I I was lamenting, regretting the one time that I shaved it because I felt like it grew back thicker. But I just thought to myself, if I can't find someone who loves me and who can accept the fact that there is hair on my arms, then they don't deserve to be in my life. (laughs) 
Yeah, and maybe and that's just a, a stance we have to take with some of these things. Yeah, I think really taking a look at what really matters in our lives and if the hair on your arms or the hair on your legs or the hair on your face bothers you that much, then there, there are these options for you to to do what you prefer and what you have in terms of preference. But, you know, at the same time, this is the body that you're given and all of us are trying to figure it out on <laughs> how to be okay with our bodies in general. And that includes our, our hair on our faces and, and bodies. But I think for me, at least, what has helped me is... I mentioned this in a previous episode, but just exposing myself to more facets of the community, whether it's through the people I choose to follow on social media. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, so I've seen through that a variety of hair removal, uh, removal preferences and all of it is okay. It's the whole <laughs> spectrum. If you, you know, whether you want to be creative and shave half your damn eyebrows off and draw <laughs> blue or glittery pink ones, <laughs> Go for it because I've seen it and it looks amazing. And I wish I had the bravery to do things like that. But, you know, mm. I'm just going to stick to my threading for now. And maybe one day I'll be brave enough to shave my eyebrows into a design. But, yeah, I think it's just all a process. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling with it, just know that you're definitely not in the struggle by yourself. And take care of your body. That's, yeah. I think I'm trying to focus on that more. You know, if, if shaving your, oh, I almost said shaving your eyebrows off. I mean, that <laughs> Sorry, too. It's, I just said that. <laughs> I, that too. If shaving your eyebrows off makes you feel good, if making them look really nice with a like really sharp arch makes you feel good, if leaving it alone makes you feel good, whatever I think makes you the most comfortable, Yeah. live in that. Because for me, it's maintaining decently you know clean eyebrows but it's never to the point where it's very well done Mm -hmm. you know there are women who have just very meticulously perfectly drawn on eyebrows and that makes them feel good and that's also fine Mm -hmm. so don't what is it comparison is the thief of joy right yeah Yeah. don't compare yourself find what makes you happy with your facial hair and there will be somebody who loves you for who you are and you can come talk to us if you're having trouble because finding friends you to accept you. you. <laughs> Facial hair and all. Yes. But we expect that same <laughs> deal in return. So <laughs> Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everyone. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a comment. You can also follow us on Spotify or Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Talk to you then.